Hello, and welcome to Living Fit with your hosts, James and Karen Roberts, personal trainers, life coaches, and motivational speakers. This program promotes good health through nutrition and physical activity. If you are interested in starting a personal fitness training program, please contact either Karen Roberts at 336-202-2313 or James Roberts at 336-707-7719. You can also contact them at Facebook at livingfit.com.co. Please consult your medical doctor before starting any exercise program or nutritional plan. And now, here's James and Karen. Good morning, and thank you for joining us for Living Fit. I'm James Roberts. Karen's going to give you a fit tip, and then I'm going to come back, and we're going to talk about how exercise is beneficial. Hi, and thank you so much for joining me for this week's fit tip. All right, so today I want to talk to you about lifestyle habits of the world's longest living and healthiest populations. But first, go to Proverbs 3, 7 through 8, which says, Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. All right, do you know the quality of our diet is directly associated with extending lifespan, lowering heart rate disease, and cancer, mortality, and so much more. Studies have found that people who live in the blue zones seem to have figured out the answer to this longevity question. The blue zones are five regions where people live the longest on this earth, and residents of the blue zones have the highest rate of centenarians in the world which are people who live to be 100 years and older, healthy, mobile, and very social beings. They suffer a fraction of the diseases that commonly kill people in other parts of the developed world, and they enjoy more years of good health, meaning they're not living sick and on medications, and they're very productive in their communities. One of the zones is right here in this country called Loma Linda, California, where studies show that the Seventh-day Adventists rank among North America's longest living people in the world. They eat semi-vegetarian, meaning they eat mostly fruits and vegetables, whole grains, nuts, and beans, and they eat meat sparingly, such as on special occasions as opposed to eating a diet rich in animal foods and poor in plant-based foods, such as we do in the Western world, um, which is associated with much higher rates of mortality and risk of getting numerous diseases. So we already know that vegetarians live the longest, but because a pure vegetarian diet might not be embraced by many people, Perhaps people should just eat more plant-based foods and fewer animal-based foods. So Dr. Greger, Dr. Michael Greger, he's a general practitioner, nutritionist, and founder of American College of Lifestyle Medicine, says that a study gave points to people who ate fruits and vegetables and nuts and potatoes and like a vegetarian diet. And they deducted points for those who ate animal products like fat, eggs, fish, dairy, and so on. As the result concluded, any modest change in diet without radically becoming a complete whole food plant-based eater benefited 
participants as much as 41% of a drop in mortality, which would occur in the United States, which means that saving the lives of hundreds of thousands of Americans each year would happen if Americans just reduced, not eliminate, their meat intake and increase their intake of fruits and vegetables. So I know everyone is different, but if you want to live longer, healthier, and more productive lives, I encourage you to, first of all, of course, worship the Lord Jesus. Do daily physical activities and eat what's best for your health. So as always, Please pass this message on to family and friends. I pray that it's been a blessing to you. And don't forget to tune in at 11 a.m. to 100.7 FM to Living Fit with James and Karen Roberts. And we will share more health and wellness information with you. And be blessed and have a terrific Tuesday. Exercise has been talked about as a way to lose weight. But exercise alone cannot help us lose weight. What it does do is aid in keeping our weight down or aid in a way to help us uh, stay fit. Hippocrates said, even when all is known, the cares of a man is not yet complete because eating alone will not keep a man well. He must also take exercise. For food and exercise, while possessing opposite qualities, yet work together to produce. What I want you to know is that exercise is probably the best thing for helping us have better cognitive and mood and feeling good, whether we're overweight or we're normal weight or if we're thin. Exercise has a way of improving our mood, our uh, feelings of uh, anxiousness and things like that. There are so many benefits of physical exercise. Exercise is not just about aerobic capacity and muscle size. Sure, exercise can improve your, your physical health and make you look better and trim your waist. Uh, even if you don't lose weight, you can, you can look like you can tighten up. You can have a better uh, blood flow so you get better sex uh, life and even add years to our lives and, and most of all, a, a good quality of life. But that's not what motivates most people. Uh, People who exercise regularly tend to do so because it gives them an overwhelming sense of well-being. They feel more energetic throughout the day. Their sleep uh, is better. Their mind is sharper. And uh, they feel more relaxed and positive about things. Uh, in their lives. And it's also a powerful medicine for mental uh, mental problems that we have. Regular exercise can have a a positive impact on depression and anxiety and attention deficit disorders. It also helps with autism, 
Uh, it also relieves stress, improves memory, helps you sleep better, boosts your overall mood. And you don't have to uh, be a fitness fanatic. The, the benefits of exercise happen when you move uh, moderately to intensively. Uh, and the more you, 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 you start with exercise, the better the benefits. Research indicates that just a, a modest amount of exercise can make a real difference in our life. No matter your age or your fitness level, you can learn to use exercise as a powerful tool to deal with your mental problems, uh, improve your energy and your outlook, and get a more positive outlook on your life. Now, when it comes to depression, studies have shown that exercise can treat mild to moderate depression as effectively as antidepressant medication. But it doesn't have all those side effects, and that's the benefit. As an example, a recent study done by the Harvard T.H. Chang School of Public Health found that running for just 15 minutes a day or walking for one hour reduces the risk of major depression by as much as 26%. It also showed the, the relieving of depression symptoms. Uh, research uh, shows that you maintain this exercise program and you don't relapse in your depression. Exercise is so powerful for depression as a fighter against several uh, for, uh, in several ways. Most importantly, it, it promotes all kinds of changes in the brain, including neural growth reduced inflammation, and new activity patterns that promote feelings of calm and well-being. It also releases endorphins, powerful chemicals in the brain that energize your spirit and make you feel good. Exercise can also serve as a distraction, allowing you to find some quiet time to break out of the cycle of negative thoughts that feed your depression. A lot of people today are feeling a lot of anxiety, but exercise is also good for uh, anxiety. It's a, a natural and effective anti-anxiety treatment. It relieves tension and stress. It boosts physical and mental, uh, mental energy and enhances our well-being through uh, the release of those endorphins we talked about. Anything that gets you moving can help, but you'll get a bigger benefit if you pay attention to the way you're feeling and don't zone out. Try to notice the sensation of your feet hitting the ground, or, for example, or the rhythm of your breathing or the feeling of the wind on your face by adding this mindful element uh, really focusing on your body and how it feels as you exercise, you not only improve your physical condition faster, but you may also be able to interrupt the flow of constant worries that keep running through our minds throughout the day. And as we go throughout the day, we seem to have more stress. COVID has brought on stress 
and made us feel some kind of way. And we, we just really need to have some kind of stress reliever. You ever notice that uh, your body feels, uh, how your body feels when you're under stress? Um, your muscles are tense, you know, your face and neck and shoulders uh, have a pain and you you just feel uh, headaches and there's just so emo- much emotion when we're stressed. You might feel like you're having a tightness in your chest, uh, your pulses pumping and pounding, or you got muscle cramps. You also experience problems such as insomnia and heartburn and stomach ache and diarrhea, and uh, you may be uh, urinating frequently. The worry with discomfort of all these physical symptoms can lead to even more stress and create a vicious cycle between your mind and your body and make you feel like you're sick and so you you, you just stress more out. But exercise is an effective way to break this kind of a cycle as well as releasing those endorphins in our brain. Physical activity helps to relax the muscles and relieve the tension in our body. Since the body and the mind are so closely linked, when you, uh, your body feels better, so will your mind. A lot of parents have children with attention deficit disorder, which is very, very stressful uh, when your children are not paying attention. And But exercise as a way of... Uh, Regulating mood. Exercise regularly is is one of the easiest ways to reduce the symptoms of uh, uh, poor concentration. And it helps with motivation and with memory and with mood. Physical activity immediately boosts the brain's dopamine, serotonin levels, all of which affect focus on attention. In this way, exercise works in much the same way as uh, the attention deficit medications such as Ritalin and Adderall. A lot of people who have post-traumatic syndrome uh, also, and people who have had trauma, they also have uh, a benefit from being uh, physically active. Evidence suggests that by really focusing on your body and how it feels as you exercise, you can actually help your nervous system become unstuck and begin to move out into uh, immobilization stress response that characterizes PTS or trauma. 
Instead of allowing your mind to wander, pay close attention to the physical sensations in your joints and your muscles and even your insides as your body moves. Exercise that involves cross uh, movement and that engage both your arms and your legs, such as walking, especially in sand running uh, or, or swimming or weight training or dancing or some of your best choices. Outdoor activities like hiking, sailing, mountain biking, rock climbing, white water rafting, and skiing uh, downhill and cross-country have also been shown to reduce symptoms of PTSD. There are other mental health benefits of uh, exercise, even if you, uh, you, you're not suffering from mental problems, regular physical activity can still offer a welcome boost to our mood, our outlook, and our mental well-being. Exercise can help provide a sharper memory and thinking. The same endorphins uh, that make you feel better uh, also help you concentrate and feel mentally sharp for tasks that you're doing that you feel like you should be doing. Uh, for learning, exercise also stimulates the growth of new brain cells that helps prevent uh, age-related decline. Now, exercising also helps with a higher feeling of self-esteem. People who are bashful get more positive and uh, able to uh, feel more uh, responsive and and have more confidence. Regular activity in a, uh, is an investment in your mind, your body, and your soul. When it becomes a habit, it can uh, help us with our self-worth. Remember we talked about uh, self-care and self-worth and make you feel strong and powerful. You'll feel better about your appearance by meeting even a small exercise go you'll feel a sense of achievement you'll also get better sleep even short bursts of exercise in the morning or afternoon can help regulate your sleep patterns if you prefer to exercise at night relaxing exercises should be like stretching or uh, gentle, gentle stretching or yoga uh, something like that it shouldn't be intense exercise but uh, the other thing that a lot of people forget is that when you exercise, a lot of people think that they're going to be too tired. They're going to get more energy. Increasing your heart rate several times a day or a week will give you more get up and go. Start off with just a few minutes of exercise a day and increase your workout as you feel more energized. You also have a better resiliency. When, when faced with uh, mental or emotional challenges in life, exercise can help you build resilience and cope in a healthy way instead of resorting to alcohol or drugs or negative behaviors that ultimately 
only make your symptoms worse. Regular exercise can also help boost your immune system and reduce uh, the impact of stress. If you have a child that you know has these kind of issues, maybe you want to have them be more active. I know that we have taken exercise uh, basically out of school. Kids get to say, well, I'm not going to participate if they do have physical education classes. But if you want to be, your, your children to be, uh, pay attention better, have better mood, be more active, exercise is a great way. Now, exercise also is, uh, has a wide-ranging uh, effect on autism. It helps in so many ways. There was a meta-analysis uh, that showed that youth who participate in physical activity programs designed for physical individuals with autism showed significant gains in their social and communication skills. The activities included horseback riding, various types of group play, running, jogging programs, and uh, games. Anything that gets kids moving help. Researchers have considered why physical activity improves social skills. When designed appropriately, physical activity programs can provide a fun, safe setting for interfacing with other children, especially when, you know, we talk about autism. Our children uh, need to feel a sense of belonging. Now, you don't need to devote hours out of your busy day to train at a gym, or you don't have to sweat uh, all the time a lot. You don't need to run monstrous miles. or. But the more you do, the better. If you have 30 minutes a day, or you have 10 minutes a couple of times, three times a day, you'll get a total of 150 minutes um, of exercise in a week. The recommendation I would give is more than that. I would say try to get at least four hours. Children need about an hour a day, at least 60 minutes every day. This is going to help them in school. Uh, instead of uh, nap time, we ought to have play. We ought to have play time. It has been proven that if you are active, you do better on tests. If if you don't think that it will benefit you, it won't benefit you. Research shows that moderate levels of exercise are the best for most people. 
Moderate means that you breathe a little heavier than normal, but are not out of breath. For example, you should be able to chat with your walking partner, but not easily sing a song. Your body feels warmer as you move, but not overheated or very sweaty. Now, a lot of us say that we don't have time. We have obstacles. Even when you know that exercise will help you feel better, taking that first step is still uh, easier said than done for most people. Most people have obstacles they think to exercise, and they're very real in their mind, uh, particularly when you are struggling with mental health issues. You don't feel like exercising initially. Well, I'm going to talk about some of those barriers, but you have to initially start because I'm telling you, you will feel better if you start to exercise. If you're feeling exhausted, you feel tired, depressed, or stressed, it seems that working out will just make it worse. But the truth is that physical activity is a powerful energizer, and studies have shown that regular exercise can dramatically reduce fatigue and increase your energy levels and and, and tremendous ways. If you are really feeling tired, I promise you, you're you're going to feel much better if you get five or ten minutes of walking in. Uh, Just do something. A lot of people feeling hopeless right now. Even if you've never exercised before, you can still find ways to comfortably get active. Start slow with... uh, uh, easy, low-impact activities, just a few minutes each day. Go walking. Uh, get up out of your desk, walk the stairs. Park further away from the stores, I've always said. you feeling bad about yourself. Uh, all of us are our own worst critics. It's time to try a new way of thinking about it. your body. Uh, No matter your weight, age, or fitness level, there are plenty of other people in the same boat. Ask a friend that wants to go out with you and walk. Accomplish uh, small tasks, small fitness goals. And as you feel better, you'll start to be more active. A lot of us say, I feel pain. If you are having a disability or or you have severe weight problems, arthritis, or you have an injury, start out slow. You shouldn't ignore the pain, but you uh, rather do what you can. Divide your exercise into shorter spurts. Now, getting started uh, is the thing because we have social anxieties, but we have to make an effort just start small when you're under the cloud of anxiety or depression and haven't exercised for a long time uh, setting uh, extravagant goals like completing a marathon that's overwhelming just just work on start and schedule your workouts 
make sure that you get up at the same time, make it part of your day, and and make sure that you set a time that you'll do it. Focus on activities that you enjoy. You know, if you like um, throwing frisbees, walking your dog, uh, shopping, cycling, grocery shopping, those are activities. Clean your house. Anything that gets you doing something. Wear clothing that's comfortable, too, and choose a setting that you feel calm and, uh, and that will energize you. Maybe go to a park. Well, my time's up, but I would like for you to think about making exercise a social activity that you'll do. And hopefully you'll be back next week and we'll continue talking about how exercise is the greatest benefit for us today, the greatest medicine we have. I'm James Roberts for Karen. Keep living fit and doing what matters. Hopefully we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Living Fit. Please consult a physician or fitness professional before beginning any activity if you are under their care. If you would like to contact James or Karen, you can do so through the website, Facebook at livingfit.com.co, or call. Until next time, keep living fit and do what matters. Thank you.